Many of you have heard of George Carlin, the comedic satirist on all things important, relevant, and cultural. We know his rhetoric, his oratorical skills, his quick wit, his wisdom. And yet most don't know of whence all that came. You know, Carlin is not that different than his own father, who he was not raised by, his mother. The story alleged, uh, well, not alleged, from his own mouth, escaped to a fire escape one day with him and his brother. I think Carlin was uh, two or two months old. He was fairly young. His brother was five. Mother escaped through the fire escape and left the husband who just seemed to be a bit of a teetotaler, liked to drink a lot. But his father literally won every major award and certificate of oratorial skills and the ability to speak. He was a speaking champion of his day, George Carlin's father. No wonder. When you look at Carlin and you see his gift, his ability, his his vocal prowess, you can't help but be amazed and admire it. The poetry and the musicality of his ability to convey a point so easily, rather complicated points, and reduce them to the simplest absorption of understanding. Wow, what a gift, what a gift. And he had it. He's got it. He's passed on. But my point is, the apple does not fall far from the tree. Trump, not that different than his own father and grandfather. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Kennedy, not that different than Joe Kennedy. We could go down the list and see the gifts passed on. The inheritance is not just in a bank vault somewhere, a piece of land, those who were privileged to pass that down. Not too many of my African ancestors had that ability as a result of the slave trade here in America. In Africa, it's a little different. But here in America, the ancestors of me really had nothing to pass down to their great-great-grandchildren in that regard. But they did, nonetheless, pass down to their great-great-grandchildren those natural God-given gifts that all of us have and were given by our parents, even the ones that were adopted who never met their parents ended up growing up becoming them. Isn't that interesting? Social, biological, cultural formulation. And you can become your parent without even ever meeting Because there's something that's passed down. That's why doctors want to know your medical history. They want to know about your father, your mother, your grandparents. What's in your family tree? What's in your line of ancestry, succession? You all have been given something. You might want to know who your daddy is or your granddaddy. You might want to know who your mama is. Something 
that's been passed down. And you are the benefactor. And you meet most people, even in talking about marriage. They grow up to become their fathers. They do marry their mothers. Because that was the first woman in their life. There's a trigger in your brain chambers that's always looking for mommy because that's what you had nurturing you, hopefully, growing up. And hopefully a good one. Else you might end up with a bad woman because you were nurtured by a bad one. You're going to find someone that's going to resemble your mother. Your brain is going to look for it, even without you knowing it. It's just going to be a natural leaning towards that person. It's not because anything's wrong with the person that you didn't pick that the person wanted, but because you were just prone to pick that one that somehow or another emotionally made you more comfortable. And that person may not have been what you think is the shape you wanted or may have been the person that you went after because of the shape. And that relationship ended up a mess because it wasn't sustainable because the shape cannot sustain the shaping of your brain. And the shaping of your brain is going to go back to your formative years, the early stages of your development, the first five, six years of your life. You're wondering why that woman couldn't satisfy you well because you went after the shape instead of the make. And you want to look at the make. What made you will make you. And that's the relationship we have in our relationships. Sexually. Siblings works the same way with the type of people that we tribalize around. The types of ideas or the political parties we lean towards. The things that we embrace, the people that we reject all based upon that simple model. Who was your daddy? How were you raised in your first five, six years? So understanding that and understanding that from your point of view of you will help you do what you do. And the people you choose to be with you It's not that complicated, folks. We just have to get an understanding. When we get an understanding of that, you will stop blaming any and everybody around you. And you will take responsibility of you because you are the captain of you. You are the captain of you. And if you give up any of that authority of you over you, well, that's your choice, isn't it, to do? Or you may willingly relinquish those controls because you're tired of the work. You want everyone to make every decision for you, what you should eat, what you should wear, where you should go, how you should care. And what you should know. But that should be up to you. Don't you see that? How you go. Is up to you. You know. You set that course in action. 
else you're giving someone else the reins of you to ride you, whip you, direct you, and once in a while when you got a broken leg, put you down like a horse. But you've got to take control of that. And you're most upset. We get most upset, don't we? Because we're looking for someone to blame because we just can't face the blame of ourselves. We have to say, well, I'm in this because of that person. Well, I'm not doing this because of them. Well, I'm in this situation because you. And you give that control away. It takes away your ability, your power to get away. To make a way. To find a way. But it has to start with you. Do not give your power away, men, to women. By telling yourself that it's all about the pleasure of your sex. Or even them making a meal. No. Never relax. Stay aware of you. So that you never give that control away. Because that's one of the greatest gifts given to man by God, our maker. The ability to take control, to rule and to dominate the earth, really, first is to rule and dominate yourself. I can't get dominate the earth and the environment around you when we can't even dominate the environment within you. Within us, each of us, we must rule us. And if we cannot rule us, then what can we rule? Well, we will rule any and everything we can to compensate for the lack of rule of ourselves. We will lash out. and rule incorrigibly without benevolence or grace honesty correction or edification that is how we become our highest and best think about it it's up to you because this life is the test